This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a very special edition of The Ninth Realm, an Age of Sigmar podcast where we talk about Age of Sigmar and all kinds of fun stuff. Now, we haven't done The Ninth Realm in quite some time because we got too busy and we were doing three podcasts a week, four actually, including uh, Chapter Tactics, but none of us are regular guests on that show. So we cut down from four podcasts a week to two just because we were were overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And uh, considering that the new edition of Age of Sigmar is going up for pre-order on the 16th, which is this Saturday, we figured it would be fun to resurrect The Ninth Realm. Mm -hmm and talk about everything you can expect in this exciting new edition of Age of Sigmar because we're pretty juiced about it. Uh, it's been an interesting ride so far. If you watch Signals from the Frontline, which are here right now, you probably do. We've been talking about it leading up to the big reveal, and it's been a bit of an emotional roller coaster. Not a roller coaster, like an emotional uh, bumpy ride, like a drive through some rolling hills. Because there was a couple of rules we didn't know what to expect, mm-hmm. but uh, now having had a chance to read the rules, we still haven't been able to play the game, so a lot of this is just theory. We, um, we need to put some models on the table to test out some of these things, like the uh, Eternal Spells. None of us really know how it's going to play out. It seems a little strange, but uh, it also seems like a lot of fun. And um, uh, we're going to jump in and talk about it, and we wanted to get some interactive discussion because for, for us, as I said, this is still pretty new, right? We didn't have a chance to see this until a couple days ago, um, the rule book and everything. But uh, we wanted to give you all an idea of what to expect with the, the new edition as well as we can, to expect what to expect in the box set, see if it's something that you're interested in purchasing, and to basically just get everybody kind of excited because this is a big deal. Um, it's the biggest deal of all time. Of the week. It's the biggest thing that's ever happened to me in my For entire life. For Age of Sigma. Wow. Yeah. Boom. Including being born. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Way bigger than that. And dying. And being reborn. Okay. Wow. Uh, so are you a war boy? Yes. I'm born. Hey, I die. Yes. I live again. I live, I die, I live again. It's a big deal. It is a big deal. Age of Sigmar has had a, 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 an interesting past, as we've right. talked about. You know, they, It was a very strange kind of out the gates, didn't know what to do with it. And then it's sort of evolved into a game that's becoming really popular. So yeah. here we are, second edition. GW kind of hit the reset button a little bit, yeah. and now they're giving us uh, yeah. kind of an entirely different product than where we started at two years ago. And Reese, it's not second edition, it's uh, Soul Wars. Okay, whatever. The Soul, Soul Wars, Wars is just the box set. Bro. Age of Sigmar of Soul Wars. Yeah, okay, the, the box set is called Soul Wars. Yes. GW doesn't number their editions because it uh, confuses customers, yes. people who are new, mm-hmm. uh, but everyone else who is not new numbers the editions yeah. so i feel quite comfortable calling it maybe third edition though because general's this is like handbook the third the general's edition. handbook i guess yeah i mean the really the game i feel like the game began with the general's handbook yeah because yeah. it was actually playable in the sense that i like to play games age of sigmar um, resurrection there oh, see with the I like it. you like that the banana strikes again boom games workshop the banana i'm available again. that's why he makes the big bucks now oh, yeah all right so let's go ahead and talk about what you can expect so first of all soul wars is the box sets the starter set it features 
uh, night haunts, which are ghosts, basically, versus Ooh. they are they're spook- it's, it is the spooky. Yeah, they're spooky they're ghosts. Spooky. They're spooky ghosts, and uh, they are fighting against the new Stormcast Eternal Battle Wizards, I guess. Yeah. Um, they're the Chamber something. Chamber of Tempestus? Battle Wizard. I can't remember what chamber they're I don't. In. I can't remember either. There's remember so it? much going on chamber with this edition Rogues. release. Like, there's so much. So I yes. like it. Yep. Though. There's a ton. I like it. I mean, the uh, whenever I hear like all the chambers in the Stormcast Eternals, it makes me think of the Wu Tang Clan, Thirty Six Chambers. Nice classic album. Ooh, classic album. Boom. For those of you who are old school hip hop fans, someone says the Celestine, Celestine Chamber. Chamber question. Celestine Thanks, Belzaro. That's good. Already like a it. good addition to our channel. I like <laughs> it. Helping True us out. So I sold all my Stormcast because they started feeling bland. And then the new Dang. chamber drops and I feel stupid. Well, you, you, you are stupid, Troop Smash. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Dang. But... Can't help it. Can't help it. <laughs> Justin, take that. So the only thing He's I all, I'm not Justin Troop. I'm like, ooh. The only thing I don't <laughs> like with the new... I don't like the hammer axe hybrid that they have, like the new weapon model that they have. So I probably would just like put a sword on That's it. That's a wizard hammer. Yeah, dummy. I don't like that. He casts spells. I don't like it. it. I like that they're... If somebody put a sword in their hand, would people be upset? Yes. You'd be like, no. It's not the actual model, Jason. Whatever. You can do, you can do whatever you want, bro. Just give right. him a mop. You can put him on whatever it's size base you want. The, uh, yeah. Atomic Curdle. Good. Thank you. I'm glad someone got the reference. It's a Hogwarts Ooh. chamber. <laughs> That's a new one. I should take a photo of this artist and show him him interrupting our stream So constantly. Very interesting solars. And then to give you a little bit of a brief... Um, to give it a, a little bit of a brief background on what the solars are, we talked about it yesterday on Signals, but some of you are just joining us. The Soul Wars represent the fact that Nagash, who is the Grand Master of the uh, Realm of Death, Shaish, uh, is pissed off because the Elves, the Elves, who are uh, members of the Forces of Order, mm-hmm. even the ones that are like borderline, mm-hmm. like the Daughters of Cain, they definitely seem like they'd be more chaos, but uh, they hate the Forces of Chaos. Um, but anyway, the, the, the main Elf, or Elf, uh, demigods or deities, have been stealing souls from Slanesh, and repopulating the elf nations, right? Like the Ideneth Deepkin, uh, the Daughters of Cain, and then uh, Tyrion and uh, Malakath? Malarian. Malarian uh, have yet to do anything with their um, the souls that they're taking from Slanesh. So yep. uh, Nagash pissed. He's like, hey, those, those souls belong to me in the realm of death. Yeah. So he's going on the war path, and he's declaring war against the forces of order, and basically everybody, everyone who's alive. So... They're just not, they're not paying the Nagash toll. They are. For those elf souls. For those elf souls. Nope. <laughs> well done. You like it? You got to play the, the troll toll. Yeah. So, uh, that's essentially the story right there. Nagash yes. is, yep. is Danny DeVito. Yes. Yes. Okay. And uh, the Soulcast <laughs> are masters of karate and friendship right. for everyone. Uh, so let's open up the box and see what's going on. So first of all, it's a huge box yeah. so this is one of the bigger ones we've ever seen if not the biggest right and it comes with a ton a ton of stuff we're not gonna be able to go through each thing systematically but lots of models are not gonna pull them out it's no. just on the sprue yeah but uh, you get a ton of stuff um, again it's the uh, the uh, wizards for the stormcast which is really cool because now mm-hmm. stormcast have everything right they just came out with artillery too mm-hmm. and uh, a night haunts uh, mini force there's a campaign book in it um, the battle for Glim's Forge, mm-hmm. and uh, they give you the rules, quick start guide, how to assemble and paint your models. Um, they also give you a hardback rule book. Yeah, they do. Which is very not common. 
Get off your phone. I'm sending it to the artist who keeps hitting me up. <laughs> and then they give you unit cards, which I actually love these. This is this is awesome. Yeah. It shows uh, all the stats for the different units that are in the box. Makes playing the game a lot easier. Yeah, it gives you all your war scrolls. So yeah. that's pretty cool. I don't think most people care too much about all of that. But, gives you um, dice. You forgot to mention the dice. Special dice. There's yeah. a special plastic ruler. Yeah. Goes up to six inches. Yep. There's bases. Yep. That's true. The, As, the actual book called Soul Wars. It does? Yeah. It's, one, it's the I first chapter of the book. Yeah. So if you, you read it and you like it, buy the whole thing. Boom. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. So, and as uh, the great Marinara says, Nido Burrito. Oh. Moving on. Never heard that before. Core rule book. Uh, this is new, right? We've come a long way from the two pages of rules that we got Boom. in the beginning. So, the core rule book, I don't think too many people are actually going to carry this around with them, to be quite frank. But the vast majority of it, yeah. the vast majority of it is background, which is great. I, in my opinion, it's what the game needed. Mm-hmm. Um, the game, it's... This is the this, we would say is, the second edition, the but rules. this is the this is the release that I think should have been there First, in the beginning, where you know like we're actually talking about the background of the worlds. It goes into detail with every single realm, um, and has kind of like you know the, the typical uh, format of like when they talk about the history of you know realms or the same in forty k. They talk about the history of whatever faction. Yeah, very similar to that, but for each realm. Um, explains exactly how it is for people, living beings there, and it's not just some weird mystical. You know, you, these people live in a burning tree, and <laughs> the the eighth gold keeps them alive. Like it's not like Aether that. Gold. They actually talk about like how there are areas where uh, mortals can live and how they live. Yeah, and, and so you kind of get an idea. It really is structuring the world, which yeah. we did not have in the past mm. at all. No, which is great. There's still I, some weird stuff though. Oh, I, of course. I want the. Yeah. Uh, I want. The- <laughs> The bone splitters guy that danced so hard, he knocked down a castle. Yeah, that could have stayed Duh. in there. That's the yeah. best. Story. Or no, he, no, he was dancing, and then the god was like, he got, yeah, he got excited and started dancing with him, and like accidentally kicked over a castle. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's that best. story should have stayed in there. Yeah, that's the uh, best. He yeah. was getting down yeah. so hard. Yeah, that the god god's like, all right. Too. Yeah, yeah, Gorka Morgan's like, I like your style. Yeah, I like the cut of your jib, yeah. sir. Kicks over a castle. Whoops. And then they defeated the Chaos Army because of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they did. <laughs> Danced his way to victory. He's like, yeah, get it. And then the whole, all the orcs were like, you're the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're king now. <laughs> yeah. You're the big boss. Uh, and that some of the fun stuff. And I think it's important to have some levity in the, in the grim dark mm-hmm. Because it, it, it can't just be, you know, all grim, all dark, all day. It just right. gets a little old. And things like that are fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the vast majority of the book is backstory, and it's not even like, like in you know, like a, oftentimes there's like a huge model section where it's just pictures of the models. Mm-hmm. It, you don't even have that. It's literally just all background, right? Talking about like who the factions are, why they're doing what they're doing, mm-hmm. where they're located, all that stuff. Yeah, you won't need to take this book with you. Nah. I mean, there's there's the same amount of rule pages, you know, maybe a little bit more expanded onto it. But like you said, the almost the entire book is is background of the realms yeah. and yeah. pictures. Good artwork. Yeah. yeah, they really flesh out the like backstory, which is awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. And there's a lot of really really good art in here too. Like the oh, new yeah. the new artist that GW's picked up to do this. Mm-hmm. The, so good. It's really it really looks, talented. It's not the yeah. cartoony stuff that you saw for a couple of years that they started putting into yeah. everything. You get some of that, but I like I don't mind that at all. Mm-hmm. And then like this new like kind of like oil painting style is amazing. Yeah. Um, really good, and I think that uh, for those of you who 
enjoy Age of Sigmar, you can really enjoy reading this book. I don't know if you necessarily need to carry it around. Yeah. Um, because the rules are still relatively simple, but instead of two pages of rules, mm -hmm. you know, we get, you know, quite a bit more. Yeah. Um, it's still broken down into the open play, narrative play, match play, mm -hmm. and then your core rules. The core rules are still relatively, like, compact, mm -hmm. but they give you a lot more examples. Instead of just giving you the rule in as condensed a version as possible, mm -hmm. they now give you the rule, they give you some examples, they'll show, maybe even show you a picture. Like, this is how you move over a wall. Um, you know, right. and show you exactly which wasn't clear. So, wasn't. like, what they've done as an example is they show a model going over a fence, but they specify that like every inch to go up and over the fence counts towards its total movement. Yeah, which I was didn't even really know about that. I didn't either. So, um, and that was, I mean, just that little thing alone was like, oh, oh, that's what they meant by that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's 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 really good. Like, it's the same basic rules with some tweaks, and then they've they've given it quite a bit of. Uh, more depth, right? Mm -hmm. It's basically taking like the FAQ, which humorously in the past FAQ was like 20 pages and the rules were two. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and they've kind of like brought it all together with some changes. And uh, I think it's going to be a, a lot easier to play the game. And if I remember correctly, the General's Handbook, which also comes in the box set, um, get, this is the book you're going to carry around with you. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, it's got everything you need. Um, I think it's great. And... Uh, for Reese's goatee, uh, thank you. Yes. My evil spot goatee. Reese, get it right. Yep. Ma'am, there. This is the Reese goatee. And uh, R. Jack Rock, Rockfist, thank you for uh, renewing your Twitch Prime subscription. We appreciate it very much. Mm -hmm. Oh, Nagash is getting crazy. He's moving behind us. Yeah, he's moving. Ooh. He's trying to get Ooh. our souls. He's trying to get his face in the frame. get the boy's souls. He's sneaking up on me. Mariona is moving around the background. Um, so just to kind of jump into the rules, unless anybody has any question about the background, um, to try and jump in the rules and talk about what mm -hmm. has changed, what hasn't changed. And uh, please remember, we haven't had a chance to play yet, so we may not catch every change. Just FYI. Um, basically, the core rules have remained largely the same. You still have the hero phase. You still have um, you know movement, mm -hmm. uh, charging, fighting, or shooting, charging, fighting, and, uh, and battle shock. Mm -hmm. That hasn't changed. The alternate uh, activation um, has changed so that the person, if you roll the same number, the person that lost the initiative last time wins. So the tie goes to the person who, who lost. It gives the, it reduces your odds of getting a beneficial double turn by about 17%. So I think that that's a nice, I know a lot of people hate the double turn. Right. A lot of people love the double turn. I think this is a nice compromise. Yeah. What do you guys think about that? That's probably the most controversial rule in the game. Yeah, I think it's a subtle change, but I think it's a change in the right direction. So I, I think it's great. I think, I mean, I, I hate the double turn and I've always been very vocal about it. I think they should have just scrapped it and been like, we're not doing that anymore. I don't think anyone really would have cared, to be honest, because everyone, some people, some when, people say, oh, they, it's great for the game and stuff. But when you get it, it happened to you and you lose the game, you usually aren't too into it. You're not like, oh, well, but it's good for the game that you got that one. Sure. I don't. I think people, there's a few people who think that it's it was an intentional part of the game. I think they just threw it in there as a fun thing. Because if we remember, the game was made to be no rules, kind of play with your friends. These are a loose rule base. But then everyone started getting really upset that there wasn't points and it wasn't more structured. So they quickly did like a 180 and then said, okay, well, we're going to do all this stuff. But that rule that was put in there just for fun should have been taken out at that point, I feel. Because it just is not co co conducive to... Um, uh, it's not fair if somebody gets to go twice. It just is not. The, the, Especially the thing, against like you. Oh no, my army Or like anybody who has a devastating ranged attack. If somebody like that gets to go twice, like, you know. 
I, I mean, I, that's I, my own personal opinion. Like, that's not. I'm sure there's a lot of people who feel that way, but also feel there's a lot of people who don't feel that way. Um, I'm happy that they did something. Yeah. At least, I'm, I'm happy that they at least put that in there. Um, but I think I personally think they should have went further. Uh, Ma'am, dear, the Seraphon are still made of stardust, summoned by the slam. That is still in there. Yeah, um, they're not actually physically. No, they're not. No, they're they're, they're made from the the magic. The yeah. dreams of the slam. Mm -hmm. um, I I know the double turn was definitely intentional, and I understand the idea behind it. Mm -hmm. It's you know, it's you have to plan for it, and once you understand, like it took me a long time to understand how it worked myself. Mm -hmm. But basically, you typically want to go second. Right, so that you get the first opportunity to get the double turn. Mm -hmm. uh, not always. Sometimes with a melee armor army versus a shooting army, you have to go first. You don't have a choice, and then you just pray that they don't get the double turn. Right. Um, I don't know. It's it's interesting. It is. It's 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 they when we were talking to him about it last time we were over over there. It's the Marmite rule, right? Which didn't make any sense to me because I didn't know what Marmite was. But it's a it's a condiment. And apparently, people either love it or they hate it. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's a good analogy. Yeah. Um, JD Esquire. Says he agrees with the banana. I don't believe anyone who says they like double turn. I know for like my army, it's um, free people, artillery, shooting army. It's a cheese. It's a cheese army. I fully, fully admit that. I wouldn't play it in a for fun game. Mm -hmm. If I play, I always go second if I can. Yeah. And then if I get the double turn on turn two, I usually win the game right there. Yeah. Because especially now with the changes, my army is absurd. It is absurd. There is praying in yeah. the game. That is true. You're like, please don't let him get the second yeah. turn. Yeah. yeah, the double turn. And the thing is, if you're not taking it super ultra serious, like the double turn is definitely the most exciting yeah. aspect of each turn. But in a competitive gameplay, like in a, a matched, like ranked event i don't think it has a place because you can literally lose a game by that single dice roll. and often it is what decides right. the game and then you right. then the whole tournament you're complaining well if they wouldn't have got the double turn it's just like people who don't finish their games on time well if i would have gotten an extra turn i would have won yeah. you know that's i just think it's just not good yeah him. i mean I, I think it's it's fun and it's exciting right like oh no i hope he doesn't get the double turn or yeah i really hope that i get the double turn it'll give mm -hmm. me a chance all that kind of stuff but I have to agree with you, Jason. It's it's not really fair when you get two turns in a row because yeah. you're like you charge, you kill a unit, then you get to go again, kill another unit that you wouldn't have been able to before, right. and it just uh, you're lowering the amount of points your opponent's playing with, right? Um, or you're getting your points lowered before you even get a turn. So I don't know. I'm the fact is though it is part of the not game. Not a big so fan like we so. can moan and gnash our teeth and wail, yeah. but as I do often. Yeah, that's my Yeah, but uh, the, the fact of the matter is, it's part of the game still, and and they did make it slightly less likely yeah. that it could happen to you. So, yeah, there is that. I mean, it's like it doesn't make the game unfun, in my opinion. It's just like one of those things that people have a strong opinion on. And having sat in on Frankie and I both have sat in on like um, meetings with basically people who are very very committed to Age of Sigmar, mm -hmm. like all of them were like the double turn is the best part of the game like but, I, and i've never heard that from actual players no these are people who yeah. are hardcore players of right. the game and um it's it's just interesting like a lot of people have different opinions on right. it so yeah. i i'm personally okay with it because i plan for it when i play the game but i also play an army that definitely likes having it so that's influencing the, my opinion right um but yeah we'll, we'll love to hear more of your opinions in the Chat Wolf Priest Carl says he loves the double turn. Mm -hmm. um, I was just reading the turn priority rules says Will Wallace 85. Mm -hmm. And it looks like uh, William Wallace. I love it. Yeah. Uh, it looks like they also made a turn one a roll off. For, for first finish deploying just wins a tied priority roll. Let me check. I didn't catch okay. that. Players roll off. 
And the winner decides which chariot the player then alternates setting up. Starting with the player wins off. Continue to set up units until both players have set up their armies. If one player finishes first, the opposing player sets up the rest of the units after that. Mm -hmm. Starting from the first. And it's not on a mission. I'll look for that as we're going. But if they change the way first turn is determined, that's really good. Yeah. Because anytime you play against a Zinch army, they're like, I have one drop. You're like, well, I guess you're going first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, cool. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, then they blast you with a million mortal wound spells. You're like, <laughs> yeah. But again, you're still rolling to see who would go first. Well, no, but not. that's not the way it's been. It's yeah. whoever was done first, went first. Right. And well, that's I, the way it was with 40K, too. For a month. Yeah. Not okay. even a month. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Going in the beginning. Um, which and I don't know if I'm the only person, but I've lost in my opponent's first battle shot or a hero phase before, <laughs> which was amazing. You're one of the one of the only. Yeah. To be fair, I went first and I was playing a corn a demon army, yeah, so I ran, ran at him and it was against James Thomas's Zinch army. He's yeah. like, "Here's my first hero phase. He killed Dead. almost everything." Yeah. And I was like, "Okay." Yeah. He's like, "Here's like Zinch forty is, mortal wounds." Zinch Literally, the hero strong. phase, yeah. the magic killed almost every model in my army. Yep. Zinch, Wolpe and Zinch has won like everything. Yeah. Like they're, they're they're it's the it's the. Uh, um, Fate dice mechanic, it's just too strong. When you have nine dice that you know the result you're going to roll, it's like, right. that is, um, and especially when there's no other rerolls in the game, really, yeah. you're just like... It's and the pretty, fate pretty dice shouldn't be used for allies. Powerful. You know, yeah. like, there's a lot that I think could have been done a bit better, but, you know. And then the thing is, we still have time, right? Like, this is a brand new right. Uh, reboot. Right. Uh, but, but So, uh, Will Wallace, do you know where in the book it says that? Because I, I haven't seen it. It mm-hmm. still sounds like whoever finishes setting it's up first goes in, first. It's probably in the match play, the very beginning of it, where they Is talk about it. Is it even in match play? Um, I'm gonna say, it's probably about setup. Well, let me check. It's always boring to watch people look something up in a yeah. book. Remember, guys, yeah. this is the actual. Um, I don't see it. Phase add up. Which yet. armies wouldn't like the double turn? Uh, I mean, Everyone. Melee armies really that go depends. second. It really depends. If you're playing first. against like a shooting army, you don't want to your opponent to get the double turn right if you're playing a shooting army you really want the double turn um if you have a close combat army and you're close to somebody you want the double turn like if it just varies ha- if someone has a uh, a shooting army that yeah. has really good screen units like free people yeah. like it doesn't even matter if you charge them turn one through any kind of means because they're still going to screen it and then they can still shoot you while you're in combat and yeah. if they uh go twice that's pretty much going to be it unfortunately uh will Wallace is saying core rules, battle rounds. Okay, then I because that's important. That's that's a big change, battle and rounds. it's a good change in my opinion. Um, okay. Okay. okay, the start of the battle, the player the players must roll off, and the winner decides who takes the first turn. There you go. If the roll is a tie, then the player who went first in the last battle round can choose. No, that's oh, no. For, that's for priority. Yeah, that's for priority. That's why I say once the first player has finished the first turn. Okay, that's just for. Turns Some, somebody, two. somebody quoted it on there. That's just turns two and four. Let's yeah. see. Sorry, of each battle round, players must roll. <clears throat> okay, no, but somebody, round. somebody um, clarified that if it's the first battle round, the player that set up first chooses. Yeah. Yeah. So they haven't changed that. Which should have been changed. I think you're just confusing the way that it, the priority goes after the first battle round. Right. You start rolling on battle round two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Nyalagina says at the start of each battle round, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Really? In the paragraph, but it's the first battle round the player that finished it. Yeah, so you still set up first, you go first. Right. So it gives you an incentive to take battalions. Battalions are like formations used to be in 40k. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, you pay points for the battalion, mm-hmm. and you drop all of the units you can 
drop all the units in a battalion at the same time. Right. So what you were seeing, like a dominating army, was the uh, chain host of Zinch. That's the one that was winning like a lot of the tournaments, if not most of the tournaments. And it, it was your whole army was one battalion. Yeah. So like, oh, I got one drop. I'm guaranteed to go first. I don't like that personally. Um, it's a little too. I mean, it is kind of cool. You can build an army to go first. But if you are, always know you're going first, you build an army that's going to alpha strike on that turn one, which yeah. is very powerful. They're, they're, like, it would, like in that instance, I think it would be appropriate to have like a seize the initiative role. You know what I mean? Because there should be some chance that you don't get to execute your plan perfectly. Mm-hmm. Because like if you don't if you don't have the way it usually works out in competitive Age of Sigmar in the last edition is if you had more than three drops you might as well have is infinite like if you because if you're trying to get first turn your opponent's gonna have one two maybe three drops and if not you might as well have twenty because mm-hmm. yeah. that was the way my army worked I was like oh I'm not gonna go first most of the time so who cares I might as well just take go hardcore MSU um, unless there's a reason not to so. Um, I, I'm not the hugest fan of that, but again, it's not terrible, right? Like, you know what you're getting when you go into an event mm-hmm. or when you go to league night, you know, you know what to expect, big deal. Um, it's just, it's a little different. Yeah. It's a little different. It makes battalions really important. And that's why battalions are, um, so expensive in Age of Sigmar. Yeah. Cause they give you a really, really big advantage for determining going first or second. Um, yeah, the first turn rule is the same as it was uh, Will Wallace. Um, it was just a turn priority. Are they called battalions? Is that what they're called? Yeah, they're called battalions. Mm-hmm. War scroll battalions. Yeah. Um, so anyway, onto the core rules. So most of it stayed the same. There was a couple things I noticed. Jump in and let us know if we mi- if we missed anything. Mid did the hero. I love having double turn, but I like that they are helping prevent it. Yeah, I think this is a good compromise, right? Yeah. It makes it a little bit less likely that you execute your plan, like for an army like mine. Like, ooh, I got to go second. Hee hee. Yeah, it's not quite as likely they blow you away on turn two. Right. Uh, so one of, a couple of things I noticed. Um, movement largely works the same. They clarified some of the stuff. Pretty cool. Hero phase, some big changes. Command abilities now require you to use a command point. You can use all of them if you have the points. You can also, important, you can use the same one multiple times if you have it. Right. If you have the command points, however, um, the um, uh, you only get one to at the beginning of the game, and you get one every turn. So you turn one, you have two. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, an army like mine, where I don't have any other battalions or anything like that, I'm only gonna have one a turn. Yeah, and then if you have a battalion, you get an additional one. Right. So I mean, a lot of people you're gonna have a lot sometimes at the very beginning, but like if you use them all in the first turn, you're gonna be struggling the rest of the game because you're gonna have one. Command, you're gonna be able to do one as new yeah, but i mean it's the same as it was right yeah. now you just have a chance to do more than right one, so you can conserve cool. them use them but there are yeah. special there are um uh command ability or not command abilities um like um allegiance abilities yeah that you can take that will that some like the order or has artifacts one where yeah. you on a um you just regenerate one every turn yep um so there are going to be ways as the game goes on to get more command points mm-hmm. yeah for example free people they have a command ability or a uh not it's a, a command trait. Command trait, yeah. where it's like every turn, if my hero's alive, I roll a die and I can get a command point. No, I think they just get it. It might, the it might chaos, be. The chaos one. Might be there's one for chaos where you have to roll a die on that. You get it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it, so it's like there's ways to get it, but for me, I don't I don't actually play a free people's army. I play an order army because, and this is actually a good, a good critique, one of the things that, and I know we all feel the same way, I was really hoping that they'd get, that they would condense a lot of these little mini factions into like bigger factions because there's too many little mm-hmm. sub 
uh, armies, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, I thought this would have been a great opportunity, and perhaps they're going to do it with battle tomes. That would be a good way to do it. But it, like what used to be called the Empire in fantasy, which was the Iron World Arsenal, the Collegiate Arcane, mm -hmm. the Free Peoples, like the, the 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 agents of Sigmar, whatever they're called. That all used to just be one faction. And I was like, I was really hoping that they take the opportunity to just squish them back into one faction. And like, here you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is just your whole army. Like, I can't actually play a free people's army because I can't take any cannons or anything. Yeah. Which are like a quintessential or a steam tank. Which yeah, is and like I think a, the old Empire cannons are actually gone now, right? Yeah, you only have the dwarf cannons. cannons. Yeah. yeah, which is unfortunate. And those are like iconic parts of that army. Now I know yeah. that that's all gone and that's fine. That's, yeah. that's in the past. Mm -hmm. But it's like I can't actually play a free people's army unless if I take more than like two of those units. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so if you did though, and I think you could, you can make a competitive free people's army without all that stuff, mm -hmm. um, then you get all access to all this fun stuff. And the same goes for like Dispossessed and, uh, you know, yeah. the f multiple different flavors of, of uh, Dark Eldar or Darkling Covens and all that stuff, mm -hmm. which would have been cool to combine them back into just, you know, Dark Elves. But um, that's not what happened. Uh, maybe they will with Battle Tones, which would make sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, it makes it hard because now you're limited to how many allies you take. And yeah. So um, a lot of lists got hit pretty hard with that, especially since they didn't combine the smaller factions into the bigger ones. Uh, so. Mam Deer says that my goatee looks like a love child from Frankie and Jason's beard. Boom. <laughs> That's what happened. Jason's beard made love to Frankie's beard and Reese was born. Oh, no. That's the way I like to think of it. Niall mm -hmm. uh, Lagina says, sorry, it's a legacy army. Yep. Um, but no, all, the, the, a lot of stuff got cut. Yeah, we'll cover that in the General's Handbook. That already happened, actually, in yeah. the General's Handbook 2017. Yeah. A lot of this stuff is just gone. Yep. But all the things we're talking about, like the Iron World, Arsenal, Collegiate Arcane, Darkling Covens, they all made the cut. Mm -hmm. So I was hoping that they would just put them all back into one army. It would make it so much easier yeah. Yeah. to just make a list. Because now, like, like Frankie was saying, like Frankie plays uh, Dispossessed or Dwarves, like neither one of us, we actually both just play Order Armies. Yeah. Right, so it's like neither one of us actually plays the faction specifically because it's so restrictive on what you can take. Yeah, and when you're building your army, you can only take, I think it's twenty five percent of your points. I think, if yeah. I remember correctly, it can be allies. And I feel uh, most, I can't remember how much. Most yeah, of those I little sub faction deals, I think, are meant to be now just allied to yeah. a larger order army. So yeah. like if you think about like Swift Hawk Agents has like five units or in two it, units. Or the the Lion Rangers has two units. Yeah, yeah. you know, so it's like you're not going to bring a whole army. The Phoenix Temple. Right, it's two or three units, so you're not going to take that as an army. I mean, you could; it just wouldn't be very good. I just, um, I was hoping you would just like squish them back together, right? Yeah. Like all the dark elves, make them dark elves, like war, the bray herds and war, um, war herds. Yeah, minotaurs and beastmen, just put them back together and make them an army with the shagoth ogres in it. Right, yeah. like they're one unit in their army and stuff. Like I know it's weird, and it's like whatever. It's not again. It doesn't like it doesn't make the game unfun or anything. It's just a minor quibble. Right, it would have been cool because it'd be easier to write a list. And actually get your faction-specific traits. Yeah. Um, Niall Lagina says, handgunners are so good, you really need the cannons. Handgunners are ridiculously good. I'm not complaining in that regard. Mm -hmm. Free people are really strong. But the cannons give you long range. The handgunners are only 16-inch range. And that can be really limiting um, when you're actually playing the game because your opponent can stay out of range pretty easily, which that's actually a good point for the double turn. The double turn makes it hard to actually do that and dance out of people's range because mm -hmm. they might get to go twice. Um, axis of entropy at the start of each battle round. <coughs> blah, 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 blah. Frustratingly ambiguous. What do you mean? Rolf is a time when player who's first. Yeah, yeah, no, that's axis of entropy. That's for the initiative each battle round after the first. 
Yeah, people are getting hung up on that. First yeah. turn is still the same. Yeah, mm-hmm. first turn is whoever finishes setting up first chooses, chooses who goes, goes first. Because yeah. there's two there's two battle rounds in each turn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's no, turn, no, no. there's it's one battle round. Right. Even I'm getting there's two turns. Yeah. You know, first turn, unless we're missing something, is the same. But when you roll for the initiative, it's whoever got to determine priority last turn is basically minus one yeah. to go first. Kind of, sort of. You lose ties. Yeah. So that was important. So, yeah, with the, the command points, um, you get one. You start with one. You get one every turn or every uh, uh, battle round. And then there's other things that give you an extra one, like a battalion gives you one. Um, artifacts, you know, artifacts, command abilities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're not going to have a ton, but the thing is, is that if, like, like for example, I keep using my army as an example, but it's the best context that I have. My army would play, it's going to play the exact same way it did before. Because mm-hmm. I only ever activate my general's command trait. He makes everybody fearless within six inches. It's mega important for a horde army like mine. And I'm not, that's not going to change. I'm going to use that every dang turn. Yeah. Right, like nothing's gonna change there. Um, How many allies do you have in your army? I have uh, Collegiate Arcane for the Celestial Hurricanum. Yeah, and I have Iron Weld Arsenal for the uh, for the um, Hellstorm Rocket Batteries, and then now I have Stormcast Eternals for the Ordinate Ordinator. Gotcha. Isn't that more than twenty five? Well, my because my, my army is not free people. My army is just order. Oh, gotcha. So you don't get the bonuses. Yeah. Right? So I use only order stuff. Gotcha. And that's why I can do that. And um, Pablo's army is order. Your army is order. Yeah. Jason's army is actually death rattle. You're the only one who has a faction specific. I don't think they have death rattle anymore. Is now, it not? They just have. Um, they have um, legions of Nagat. They have different yeah. types of. Oh yeah, that's right. Because the, yeah, it depends yeah. on what Mortark. Yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, movement phase. They specify the the only changes I really noticed were that they they specify how to move uh, over terrain. Uh, basically, it's the same. You have one inch coherency. They did a big change is that they do measure base to base now. It's not from models, which is huge. That's the way everyone was playing it anyway. Right. Um, they clarify some stuff like when you retreat from combat, how you do it. You know, basically it's the same. Uh, yeah. But they they give it a lot of time to like explain like this is how it actually works. Yeah. A zero discount sounds like imperial soup. Yes. Mm-hmm. If my army was a forty k army, it would be imperial soup for sure. Yeah. So you're just order. That's your army. Thing it's is, not it's not stormcast eternals. It's not. I'm just order. Yeah. yeah. But the, order. the thing is, like, if you if it was the old school empire, my army would be all empire with like one custodes. <laughs> that would be. It would basically be that would be how it worked because mm-hmm. all my stuff is from the old empire army. Mm-hmm. Um, with one Stormcast Eternal thrown in there because it's ridiculous. Yeah. And we'll talk about that um, mm-hmm. later. Uh, shooting phase, big change for the shooting phase. Look out, sir. Really, really good. I think this is a great rule. Yeah. If there's a character um, that is not a monster and he's within three inches of um, he's within three inches of an enemy unit that has three or more models. All right. Mm-hmm. If you're within three inches of a unit that has more than three, three or more models, you're minus one to hit in the shooting phase. And it's to, it really helps with the little squishy characters that are really important. And I just get nuked by like a rocket battery or right. a cannon or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you can only shoot with you, if you're within three inches of an enemy unit. You can only shoot that unit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Which is can, a big change. It's a huge change. Yeah. So if like my handgunners are being attacked, they can't shoot a unit over there yeah. and kill them, which is always kind of silly. But they can still shoot the unit they're in combat with and kill that unit. <laughs> yes. I, I'm okay with that. That kind of makes sense to me. Like, was, you know, you could shoot your rifle at someone who's right next to you. I mean, you could shoot somebody that's over there even if there's somebody right in front of you. That's less realistic. I is think. it though? Yeah. 
They could have. Some guys like stabbing you, and yeah. you're like, ah. I'll save my buddy. They could have put modifiers in. I don't think that would have been a big deal to yeah. put in. Like you can still shoot at enemy units who are within three inches of you, but you're at minus one or yeah. something like that. You know, like I think that could have easily been done. I just don't. I don't know why it wasn't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Other guys can shoot into combat. You can't yeah. shoot out of combat, but you can still shoot into combat. Like I said, there's there's a couple things that I'm not super happy with that they didn't completely take out, but they did change enough where it's like, okay, at least it's a little bit. I think they're still trying to keep it very simple, yeah. like not trying to get all these negatives and positive right. modifiers into right. the game and keep it relatively simple. Um, Mendir, I like so. this uh, outfit you've planned for me. I will wear it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go to the Ren Fair in this outfit. Maurice, you're just gonna be uh, you're just cosplaying for your army. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I so. could I would literally be able to go to the ring fair and I'd yeah. fit right in. That's just Reese's Saturday night outfit. You don't even have to buy it for him. Big cod piece. Yeah. I usually only get that for him, though. Yeah. The rest of it, the feathered cap though, I could add that. Too difficult. Um, so then in the charge phase, they it works basically the same way. You roll your charge distance and then you go wherever you want. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to end within a half inch of an enemy unit to make the charge, but then after that, it's kind of up to you. And they do specify like explicitly, like, yeah, you roll and then you basically see where you can go. Mm -hmm. um, and then once all, all units have made their charge moves, then you can pile in. You, you pick another unit, blah, blah, blah. You, you do all that. Uh, in the combat phase, they specify a couple important changes. The biggest one is piling in. You can uh, pile in even if you're in base to base. So you can't break base to base, but you can slide around the base. And that allows for all kinds of shenanigans. Which, which is good. That's what makes combat. That's where you can really have a high skill level is in that micromanagement of your models in the, in the fight phase, yeah. combat phase. Um, and then the other big change is that you can't opt not to attack. So if you're in range to fight, you must fight. You can't choose not to, which was a kind it of like a It was really thing. silly. Yeah. yeah. It was like, if I kill you right now, I actually lose the game. So I'm not going to kill you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to sit yeah. here. Yeah, or I don't want to be, you know... I don't want to be like able to be targeted by something or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So those are those are subtle but important changes. Uh, I'm Nick Gers. Thank you for the the shout, and I'm glad you're enjoying the stream. That's awesome. Um, those are that's again that's like a little change, but it's a very important change. Yeah. Right. So like now, let's say there's two units next to each other. You charge the guy. You can slide around his base, tag the other unit too, and then you know say if that's a shooting unit. Now that unit can't shoot out of combat. You know? You know, there's all kinds of fun stuff you can do with this. Um, and I think that as people play the game, that's going to become more evident how important that is. Battleshock phase, there's a really big change here that I think is uh, really important. Um, like if you have a big screen unit, say a 40-man unit stretched out, you can't, you can't pull uh, casualties in such a way mm -hmm. that you have like three little mini units. Yeah. You actually pull those off the table now. Pretty big. Yeah. You have to keep the unit in coherency. Yeah. Yep. Which is good because that wasn't an issue. Mm -hmm. Or that was a big issue yeah, previously. Is how people were pulling casualties yeah. abusively. I used yep. to do it all the time. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm going to leave this one guy standing here to screw you up. Right. Yeah. So that you can't charge the guys behind him. Mm -hmm. So, um, again, subtle change, but an important change. Yeah. Um, it, it really it, it takes away some of the like gamey stuff you used to be able to do. Mm -hmm. Um, and then they just they really spell out how you do attacks. Mm -hmm. um, one of the big differences between Age of Sigmar and 40k, for those of you who don't know, is that every damage point done is spread through the unit. It's like the way mortal wounds work in 40k. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. the way it works in it's Age of Sigmar. Brutal. It's especially brutal. Especially for the guys that do like three damage. You're like, oh, geez. Yeah, so like each wound you do will kill three one wound models. Yeah. Right. Yep. 
Yeah, and it's the thing, it works in Age of Sigmar. It absolutely would not work in 40k. Yeah, no. um, but it, 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 this one of the reasons why Age of Sigmar games go pretty quick too. Yeah, you can have like a tree lord walk into like a unit of like single wound like weak models and just Kill wipe them, out yeah. ten to twelve. It's awesome. And we go just like done. Was it, was it when I played you when I killed? Yeah, it was. I had a tree man killed eighteen fire slayers. Yeah. Right. Freaky was like that sucked. I was like, Ugh. and when you take when you take like your invulnerable saves or you take your feel no pains, you do it against the amount of damage done. Any save, yeah, yeah. any which save, is, which is like brutal. Yeah, because somebody might have two attacks, but they might do like fourteen damage. You're like, well, here's my fourteen feel no pains. Yeah, you know, and I well, have, no, you take like if they like you had two six damage attacks yeah. that wounded, and then you made both saves, you would take no damage. If you fail both saves, you take twelve damage. Right, you take yeah. the full amount yeah. for every. Yeah, <laughs> it's savage. Yeah. It's savage. It takes a little getting used to. Like if you're coming from 40k to Age of Sigmar, that t that takes some definitely getting used to. The first yeah. time it happens, you're like, what? And you yeah. still, it's a game where you have to be okay with your army getting nuked or like losing large amounts of stuff or like your best, biggest guy getting just demolished because that's just, everything can do it. Yeah. yeah. You know, so Jay, I've seen people get really upset about like losing a big model yeah. to, to like a single punch. You know, like, yeah. This yeah. is kind of how it goes. Sorry, man. It takes yeah. some getting. It takes some yeah. getting used to. But yeah. once you get used to it, it's it's no big deal. Mm -hmm. uh, Jay Shawlett says the Star Drake is even better now. He can pick which models to eat. Couldn't he already do yeah, that? He yeah, he could already do it. It was anybody within an inch. Yeah. So, so keep your good models away from him. Yeah. The Star like, Drake Ow. is a beast. He's but it has to. Good. You can only eat um, models that it can't like not multi wound. No, it was multi wound. You just have to roll above their wounds. Yeah. So oh, right. for most models, it's a two plus. Yeah. But then if you're trying to eat a character, it'd be like a six. Yeah. And the Star Drake can still snipe characters, which is yes, great too. Yes, with those raining stars. Yeah. That is the bane of my existence. That's good against Reese's arm because he's that yeah. stupid. Yeah. You're like, um, oh, the crew for all your cannons. Y'all like, no. Yeah. <laughs> or the, or, or the Ordinator, who's only like four or five wounds. You can yeah. take him out. He's a bad choice. But I mean, it, over him. two turns, you could get him. Yeah. The thing is, if I go first, the Star Drake is eating every rocket that yeah. is available to me. Uh, Gamer Miller, will you be able to talk any about the point value changes? Yeah, of course. The thing is, I don't, we don't remember. We don't, yeah, remember. we're not yeah. super. We, we use that cool app by uh, GW. Yeah. Uh, the War Scroll Builder. So, I mean, like, we so. can talk about the point. If you have specific questions, ask us. But if you're like, what points change? I'm going to be like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah we, 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 weren't, no we weren't playing enough. Well, it's like, I just don't, I don't know the, what the points were. Anything to stands out. Like, oh, wow. Were. Yeah. Because we, we, like, every time we would build a list, we used War Scroll Builder. Yeah. Right? So, it's just, mm -hmm. it's just already in there. The only points uh, that I know that changed are the ones in the Free People's Army. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I noticed, because I, I knew them. I knew what they were and what they are now. Yeah. So, like, I'd have to pull out General's Handbook 2017 and open them and then, like, go, you know, it's just yeah. not. Yeah. Uh, but if you, if you have any questions, feel free to ask. We'll tell you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ma'am Dare, thanks for the reminder. Yes, please book your hotel room through the FLG LVO link. If you're coming to the LVO, um, and if you want to play Age of Sigmar at the LVO, please buy your ticket because they are running low. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Fitchendro, do you think the Free Peoples and other legacy armies might get converted up to Battle Tome? And yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. They're not legacy sure they armies will, yeah. anymore, guys. Like, if they are if they made the cut, if they're in the General Assembly of 2018, they're not a legacy army. Like, yeah. they talk about the free peoples all over the place. They, the they list specifically in, and also in the General's Handbook, it lists specifically what models are still being used. A yeah. lot of stuff is, is gone, I'll just let you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and they're, I don't think they'll come back personally because I don't, they're not going to keep making those old models. Like, they're going to no. make new stuff. They, they, they yeah. archive all their, their war scrolls are available for open and narrative play, but for yeah. match play... All the old stuff is got axed in 2017 General's Handbook. Yeah. So if you didn't get squatted yet, you're mm -hmm. not going to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like it's all like you're you're written into the history of the game. You're cool now at this point. Yeah. Um, and again, the General's Handbook 2018 
specifies exactly which models can still be used. Yeah. If if something doesn't isn't there, it's it's not. It's gone. Yeah. A lot. Most most characters are gone. Yeah. They, they converted a couple to generic things, mm -hmm. but for the most part, like old, like any high elves, wood elves, yeah, any of the old stuff is is gonna be gone. Yeah. You just yeah. gotta accept it. It is. It's a new game. I know it sucks. I mean, it it but, does suck for yeah. people who have those models, yeah. but it is what but it is. But they probably will be coming out with new models for right. the armies that did make the cut. So. Yep. Yeah, I would imagine that eventually, and I, I have no idea, we're just speculating, but I would imagine yeah. eventually like the free peoples will get a whole new model range probably. Yeah. Maybe they'll keep some of them, you mm -hmm. know, but uh, if you look at the art of them in the book, there's not a lot, but what you do get, they look basically the same. Yeah. So I don't anticipate it's going to be a massive change, but we'll, you never know, right? Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. Might only be a couple models or something. Um, so continuing to the rules, they, they uh, really spell out the way wizards work. Mm -hmm. A couple of the key changes. Uh, dispelling works out to 30 inches now, which is really good. Which is fantastic. Yeah. It's huge. Um, they changed their core Arcane Bolt Mystic Shield. They made them a little... Uh, um, Arcane Bolt does one mortal wound now. Mm -hmm. And D3 if you roll a 10 or higher. And Mystic Shield has a casting value of 6. And then you reroll ones instead of plus 1. So it got toned down. And the reason they said they toned these down was to make... they want. Because these were the only spells anybody was using, more or less. Yeah. They wanted people to use their faction-specific spells more. Yeah. They didn't want the basic spells to be the best ones. Mm -hmm. um, so they, they, they explained that, and then they explained more how wizards work, which is great. They talk about triumphs, which depending on how you play, they're, they're extra bonuses you get. You get a triumph if you have less points than your opponent in match play. Yeah. In a casual narrative play, you get it if you won your last game. Uh, Ma'am, dear, any changes to Calvary? Uh, a lot of Calvary <laughs> units went down <laughs> in points. But that was about it. Yeah, they, the horses still do a lot more damage than the riders. Yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> like well, look here. This is a perfect example. Yeah. Um, Calvary is a big disappointment for, for me. I think a lot of people just like they're just they just don't hit hard enough, right? But they made them cheap. Like now, for example, uh, uh, Demigriff knights, or who are like the coolest thing in the Free People's Army, in my opinion. Yes, they're only hundred and forty points for three now, which is actually like. They still don't hit that hard, but they're really tough. They have four right. wounds each, and they have a four-up save. So for me, now I'm like, oh, these are really good for taking objectives. Yes. Because they, they can run onto an objective. They're hard to kill. They hit hard enough. Right. Um, or to run up and tie up shooting yeah. units, screens, stuff like that, that you're going to want to tie up because they can't now shoot out of combat. Yeah. yeah. Like what so, Fast Cab used to do in yeah. Fantasy. So like I use Black Knights in my Death Army. They're not amazing, but you know, Death is not very fast. So I need something quick to go up there to run up with like a white king or something that makes them a little bit more survivable. They're not amazing, but they'll tie something up yeah. or like somebody's shooting unit or, or hopefully I can get into somebody's artillery unit or something. You just hold them and yeah. that's the deal. That's what they do. And they're, and their points are not very high. Yeah. So there's been no core rules changes to um, Calvary. You have to wait for their war scroll, war scroll to get updated for something like that to occur. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Mam Deer, Skull Crushers are still good. Yeah, Skull, skull Crushers are good. There's a couple exceptions. Yeah. yeah. Any of the Stormcast Eternal Cavalry. Yeah, I, I, totally. I wouldn't even really call them cavalry. They're like monster They're like characters. characters. They're yeah. each heroes, right? So. Yeah. yeah. And Skull Crushers are one of the cavalry units that are good. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Unfortunately, uh, the old Bretonian Grail Knights were actually really good cavalry, but yeah. they're gone. Not no See ya. They were great. They had a free people keyword. Into the case what? for you. But then, yeah, in the a great example, the um, Stormcast Eternal Cavalry are brutal. But again, those are pretty much their characters. They're yeah. mini characters. Yeah. characters. Yeah. They're, they're like the, um, they're like, uh, the best cavalry models in the game are uh, Archeon's bodyguard guys. Yeah. But guys each one amazing. of them is like a they're legendary characters. hero for yeah. another faction. Vanguard you know? yeah. are <laughs> savage. And the models are amazing. Yeah. Have you yeah. seen them in person? 
Oh yeah, oh. they're incredible. So yeah, I mean that's um, that's pretty much the that's rules, basically yeah. the rules, right? Like pretty straightforward. Yep. Not a huge amount okay. of changes, but subtle things here and yeah. there. But they added, I don't know, hundreds of different spells, artifacts, like all sorts of different for the different things. realms. Um, but um, it, yeah. it all depends on what realm you're playing in. There's a lot that. of things that uh, it depends on. So. Yeah. Yeah, like a big, a really, really big one. And this one is going to be really contentious because they use the word can. Mm -hmm. And we'll wait for GW because GW is doing a ton of coverage, right? Like yeah. they're talking about it. Um, so as a part of the game, after picking a battle plan to use, a battle plan as a mission or a scenario, um, you can pick a mortal realm for the battle to take place. And if you do so, the mortal realm that you pick will determine which realm of battle rules you use for your game, and there's like so much stuff now tied to this. Right. Yeah. If you can't agree on the mortal realm to use, roll off, and the winner decides. Um, it's weird because it's like, can you can do this? Yeah. I think they're leaving it open for tournament organizers or, or event organizers or for the players to decide. Mm -hmm. But we all know in practice, whenever you do this, it can be really contentious. It can cause tons of arguments. Yeah. So I don't, yeah. I don't really know what to do with this yet. I. I think most tournaments probably just won't have the realms in play. Yeah. Well, um, they will. Who knows? I, who or knows? they'll specify yeah. which which um, but I mean, if which which game, which battle. Or I whatever, guess yeah, uh, you could pick which realm it is, and then the players can pick if they want to take. Anything I just think it's better just realms, to keep it out. Leave that for like narrative. But the thing is, there's so there's many so rules many. They, that tie into what yeah. realm you do. Yeah. Right, but that, in like a competitive event, I feel it doesn't have any place. Like it, it's not needed. You don't need to have that. Like that's fun if you're playing like in a in a campaign. Or if you're playing with your buddies at your yeah. house, we, the Not thing a is, we haven't, we haven't tried them yet, so we don't, we really don't know right. if it's too much, if it's, if it's, if it's okay. Yeah. I think that's one that we really need to try it, and then it just we'll adds, have a better. It just idea. adds more complexity to the game. I don't think it's needed. I don't. I mean, I don't know. Like, right? Like, like I don't because it has all these like you know like these realm rules. Like, oh, you're in the shadow, and on a six up, everyone takes a d six mortal. You know, it's like yeah. I don't think it's really necessary to add that stuff to it. It's like the, it's like the terrain. Like, I'm in a spooky forest, and if I'm within <laughs> three inches, I get you know damaged. It's cool. like that's well, cool. The but rules, the terrain rules are still there, and I yeah. I personally have never liked terrain yeah, rules in any game. But, but a lot, still of, a lot of the events everyone used forgets it. To a lot do of the them. events use it. A lot like, of events. Yeah. I've been in terms we just forget to use it like, every time. Yeah. Every well, it's just like yeah, you're in a spooky wood, and your spells are stronger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they added the um, endless spells as well, which are kind of cool. We were going to um, cover that in the. What is the. Did you guys not bring that book out? Which there. one? Oh. But, uh, it's in the box, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, we can jump into it. So, yeah, so as long as you have the model, all the right. wizards in your army know Well, are we done that talking spell. about the realms? Because then we'll go on. Yeah, to this. I mean, do you guys want to keep talking about the realms? We can. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we might as well because uh, people are asking a million sure. questions. So. Uh, first of all, Soupy Seven. Where is it written? Which units are gone? Just open the General's Handbook. If it's in the gen it's in the General's Handbook 2018. Yeah. It doesn't give you a list of what's excluded. It gives you a list of what's included. So if Correct. you're not on that list, unfortunately, you didn't make the cut. Right. Yeah. If you if you're, you're not going to the dance, if you're not on that list, yeah. I'm sorry. That's unfortunately, you know, it's true. only for yeah. the yeah. cool kids. It's um, Tomb Kings, Bretonians, pretty much any models they didn't make. And any character. And a lot, a lot of. So basically, if you're playing an old faction like high elves or dark elves or wood elves or yeah, yep. dwarves, all that kind of stuff, dwarves, yeah. a lot of that is gone. Yep. They've left a couple key units, but for the most part, sorry. Yeah. Um, and then should, that should be expected at this point. Like, they're, yeah. they're, it's a new game. Yep. I mean, it is. It sorry. sucks, right? Like, it, it does suck when people's models get invalidated. That's always a bummer. But if you want a new Definitely. army, we have a ton but in I mean, the second hand shop. Boom. Well, the thing is, though, like, that's old news, though. I mean, that happened last year. There's not nothing new this year. Right. Um, Boom. Ma'am, dear, is it more competitive, in your opinion? Uh, I, don't, I don't know yet. Yes. I, I think it looks good to me. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they made a lot of uh, subtle changes, but... Um, 
I think they're all great changes. Burn like, them on YouTube, yeah. Oh, so artifacts, yeah, you still get you still get one artifact and you get one for every battalion. Yep. Um, and we'll get to it when we talk about the realm rules. I guess we can just jump into it. Um, so the way you can choose what realm your army is from, and any army can be from any realm. In the fluff, they talk about humans living in the realm of death and stuff yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. And then you could say, like, it, it, I, the idea is that you can paint your army to match to, to be themed to that realm. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's supposed to give you a, a way to personalize your army. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and the way it's written in the um, uh, uh, Malign Sorcery book is that uh, you, can, you can always take artifacts and relics from your realm regardless of you're using the realm rules or not. Yeah. But it does seem to be written in such a way that you can't use the spells of your realm unless you're <clears throat> in that realm. Yeah. So it's it's really weird and I could see it causing arguments because someone's like, dude, I've got the realm of Akshi and the realm of fire. I've mm -hmm. painted my army to be the realm of fire. Yeah. I want to use the realm of fire spells and your opponent's like, nah, bro, we're in the realm yeah. of metal or whatever. Yeah. Nibbled. Um, just to clarify, with those old factions, the bulk of the units are still in the game. So like High Elf Spearmen, right? Uh, Lothurn's Teagard, those are all still there. It's the characters, basically any like metal characters, anything just, that there is just, not Just go anymore, on the army building software yeah. that's in there right now, like the GW army building yeah. Age Sigmar software, that's the yeah. stuff that's in there. But game. the core yeah. units are pretty much uh, all still there. Yeah. The yeah. core, so like, you know, the Bowman for the High Elves, uh, the Wood Elf, Glade Guard, the Wild Riders, they're all still there. So anything that had a plastic kit is, is essentially still there because they can still easily make not, those. Not things. always, but... Um, but characters, though, specifically, because yeah. most of them are still metal. Yeah. But you can still use those models in open play sure. and narrative play. Yeah, which so you they still, do I mean, you still so. play with your friends at home. I yeah. think most people do anyways, so... And then Captain Kurt jumped in there. What's up, buddy? He was saying they're thinking about theming uh, Broadside Bash event to a realm for each year. Yeah. Uh, which is cool. I mean, I can see that if you go to a tournament, you're like, hey, everybody, this is in the realm of fire. Yeah. yeah. Everyone can plan for it. And at least then it's not like, I themed Surprise. everything planned for the realm of life and mm -hmm. it's never get to play in it. Yeah. So I, I, we'll wait for more direction on that because I'm, I'm not clear on how it works, to, to, be, to be honest. Like, I don't know how the realms are going to tie into it because there's literally hundreds of extra things that all depend on the realm. Yeah. So it seems like they really want you to do it. But... Not quite sure. Yeah, we're not sure how it'll work in practice. So yeah, I think they're leaving it open to the to, to gamers to choose. Yeah. Um, and then of course you have your battle traits, your command traits, your artifacts, your magic items for you know all the different factions. Not all of them, but, but the big ones. What you had before, but now they added a bunch more. So the the ones they added are from the realms. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then they give you the realm um, traits that that you get, like you get your your magic, you get your uh, command. Um, uh, realm commands, all this cool stuff, which again, not 100% sure how it's going to tie into to match play. Mm -hmm. If you're playing casual player or narrative play, it's going to be easy. You just decide beforehand. I, I'm yeah. getting the feeling more and more that like a lot of this is going to be up to the individual tournament organizers. Like yeah. If you are running an event, like you are going to have to put time into this and really think about what are you going to include, what are you going to exclude, because there's so much, there's so much that can be in this game that I, I just feel it's going to be the TO is going to have to take more of responsibility to write tournament packs. And you can't just say out of the book because what does that mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. What does it mean? There's so much. 
I think it'd be pretty easy though. You just go like, hey guys, we are using the realm rules. If right. you can't decide, you roll off. The winner gets to choose. Right, but again, the TOs are going to have to make that yeah. call. But if you win yeah. that roll, that could be really impactful. Yeah. <laughs> or each round, you decide what realm it's being played in, mm-hmm. like the TO does. Yeah. And that's in the packet. Or the, yeah, or the TO can roll for each round. Yeah. And say like, okay, like everyone get you, get, go, you know roll, round, round one, yeah. boom, okay, realm metal, and then everyone. Everyone's like, okay. yes, and everyone's like, oh, dang yeah. it, yeah. So, um, yeah, Not death it, again. I, we're just gonna have to wait and see on yeah. that. Like, yeah. I'm sure GW is going to explain it uh, in this next week or the next actually 16 days leading yeah. up to the release of the, the kit. Mm-hmm. They're going to be talking the heck about it. So, yeah, it's gonna um, be two weeks of information from Games Workshop yeah. for sure. So, do you, do you guys have any other questions about the realms before we move on to the endless spells? Because like, there is a t- there's more to talk about really than we can fully dig into. But yeah. Um, and we'll be talking a lot about this too in the next two weeks. Yeah. This is a big release. This is a big it's deal. Huge, because yeah. yeah. there's there's spells for every realm, and then if you're from that realm, your wizards know all the spells. Mm-hmm. Um, there's artifacts of power. There's weapons from the realms. Mm-hmm. There's command traits. If you're playing um, Path to Glory, like the Escalation League, mm-hmm. there's different things you get depending on the realm you're from. Yeah, which is really cool. Like. Yeah, it adds a lot to the game, but it's just in practice, we're not exactly sure how it'll all work. (laughs) Axis of Entropy, I'd like to see each table to be a different realm with themed terrain. That would be cool. That's a good idea, actually. Uh, Then whatever table you're playing on, you're in that realm. Yeah. That would be cool. That is cool. I don't know how balanced it would be yet because we haven't tried it, but it would definitely be fair in that it's (laughs) totally random. (laughs) Right. Um, But then if your guy is tooled up for the realm of death and then you land on the realm of death you're like well the realm of life, you're like, <laughs> uh, dang um i don't know if any of these negatively impact specific factions we need think- to play it, right? yeah. we don't we don't know yet so i say so say i had a dwarven army that's based in the realm of metal can i use those artifacts even if i fight in the realm of life the way that's worded that you Looks always like can use the relics and the artifacts right yeah like you always get those if you go like hey i'm from the realm of metal you may not get your spells, which if I remember correctly, you have to be in that realm to use those spells. Mm-hmm. But um, you can always use the relics, and the relics are really good. Yeah. They're really good. Like for uh, the Realm of Life, there's one. It's a once per game, a potion. You drink it, and you heal D6 wounds. It's not bad. Yeah. There's the Realm of Gur, uh, which is the Realm of Beasts. Uh, there's an artifact that makes the guy that has it minus one to hit and plus one to your movement. It's mm-hmm. amazingly good. Like, could you imagine a, a, a stone tusk? With that, it's pretty good. Brutal. So I, people are going to want to use these. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of how do they fully implement. So. Yep. Uh, Red three says, "Forget the balance. It's awesome. It is. It is awesome." I would say you have to require the person to model their army to look like the realm that they're from. But that's sure. just me. Yeah. Um, if you have like a hodgepodge mix match, these are all from the realm of fire, and they're like snow based. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Uh, yeah. no, no, no. Not in my house. Uh, so anyway, endless spells. Oh, there are some more questions. I'm sorry. Uh, do you think that helps catch up older armies with the current option wealthy battle tones? Yeah. Sure. That does. They, it just, oh, in general, helps out. Armies. But they also they also went through a lot of the smaller factions um, in the, the General's Handbook 2018. Yeah. And gave them a bunch of uh, command traits and abilities yep. and uh, war gear items as well. Gave them special yeah. rules. So if you play... Lion Rangers with your two units. Yeah. They have a page for that. There you go. Um, and a lot of armies are going to be improved by virtue of the fact that their points went down and that the new rules are just uh, just a little bit better, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if you play one of those smaller factions too, like I think you should take heart in that like the Night Haunt 
which was literally a, a faction units. consisting of like two units, yeah. now is an entire army. So like, think of what they can do for all these other smaller factions. You know, like they can just expand on top of them. So who knows? You know, we might get fully fleshed out factions for all these little tiny ones. Yeah. Rebel Rebel X Junior says, "I'm not repainting my army to reflect the realm." Fair enough. Uh, do it. You could like you could do something as simple like what we Sorry. do. What we do in uh, oh, do you still have square bases? Well, square bases are out. Well, when you rebase them over to round bases, you can make it the base match the realm. Boom. We have different classes now in Age of yeah. There you go. Your square base. I mean, the, the, the round base, the day of the round base is coming, right? Like, yeah. it's going to become yeah. official pretty soon, here, I would imagine. Don't know. Pablo. Um, I, I don't like playing against square bases when I play. No. It Pablo's. Looks, <laughs> Dark Elves. I know Pablo yeah. does it. And that's a perfect example. That Pablo's not going to change until he has to. Right? Yeah. Like, I just get. I just don't think it looks very good. I, I don't so either. that's why I personally am like, ugh. Although, to be uh, fair, Pablo's models look amazing. But it also doesn't matter. Just I can put I can put them on anything I hey, want. You can put them on a big I'm gonna do triangle big 60 mil. Yeah, that's true. He has round bases, but he won't do it until he has to. Yeah. A lot of people are that way. Uh, endless no spells. Bases. So first of all, there's a ton of endless spells, mm -hmm. like way wow. more than I mm. thought there was. Yeah, they're huge too. They're, they're they giant. Are. Well, so actually, some of them are quite small. Yeah. Uh -huh. Um, like this little chains, those are tiny. Yeah, but it's a multi-part one. Like yeah, it comes in like two oh, different places. Yeah. No, there's yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh -huh. All right, the gears are small. Look at and the, the, axe. the door is small. Okay. There's a flaming right. axe. See? The little, the flying so, sword. But there's two of them, so you summon two of them. Okay. The gears are small. <laughs> Doesn't matter. They, uh, there are some large ones, lot. there are some medium ones, and there are some small ones. As long as we can all agree I'm right. You yeah. Know, they're all different sizes, Reese. Size doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't it? A variation of sizes is good. Yes. Yeah. But uh, endless spells are interesting. So if you have the model, all your wizards in your army know the spells. Yeah. Um, you can summon it. Uh, mm -hmm. And then it's really weird how it moves around the table. So whoever goes second actually gets to move the first endless spell. Yes. Yeah. And then you alternate after that. Mm -hmm. But you move it each player turn, as I understand it. Uh, it's no, at the it's beginning, of the, the beginning yeah. of the battle round. At the beginning of the battle round. So the beginning of the battle round, the person second. who goes second moves it first. Yeah, it moves which the is, first one. Which is weird, because yeah. you can cast a spell, and then, and then in the next turn, your opponent can send it right back at you. Correct. Yeah. So, so, you, so it, what it does is it, if you have a, a powerful spell out there, and you win the roll to go first again. Yeah, you might be like, "No, I'll go second, so I can move the spell." Yeah, it's it's really interesting. So uh, it works just like casting any normal spell. You have to it has a casting Damn value. Dare, yeah. Once you hit it, it's summoned. Uh, but your opponent has a chance to dispel yeah. it, right. and then on your opponent's yeah. turn, they can try to dispel it again. Yeah. Or on the next battle round, they can move it off the table. Right, and then it's gone. The person who so casts <laughs> it does get the first move of it because you you it acts normally on, yeah. on the turn that you cast it. It's just the next it, turn, it. the next battle round. The person who goes second gets to move it first. Yeah. So it's, and it happens it's interesting and it, and it moves it and it yeah. moves before the game the turn starts at all. The yeah. battle round starts. Yeah. Sorry, I keep before any turn, models move or anything like that. Before the, yeah, move. before each battle round it moves and the person who goes second yeah. gets to move it. And then and they you, have you can cast it as many times as you have the model. Correct. So if you have like ten of them sitting there, well, you, you no, do no, 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 once no. per turn. Once per turn. No, you no, can no. keep. You can it. only put one on the table. At no, a time. It's, that's no, no, no. It, it says it you says can you can do it. Do as many it times it you says have if you have two models, you can't summon it on the table. No, it says if you have. Well, hold on. It says right here. It says yeah. you can cast two if you have two. It says in order to attempt to cast an endless spell, you must have the model for the spell available that is not already on the battlefield. For example, if you have two Bale and Vortex, 
And if there's a bolter on the battlefield, you cannot attempt to cast Summon Bailwind until at least one of them has been removed. Yeah, so yeah. it said if you already have two on the table, you can't go for three unless you have the third model. Unless you physically have them. Oh, is that what it's saying? Yeah. Okay. So you could theoretically have in a five But you can game, only cast it one, but you can't. You can't try to cast two like yeah. Bailwind Vortexes in the same turn still because it's still a spell. So, I mean, it's, like, and again, correct us if we're wrong, guys, but it sounds like you could, like, have a board full of these things, which would be really just weird. Just flying around the table. Yeah, I don't know how. But they're not overwhelmingly powerful either. They're pretty strong. The Bail and Vortex really is really good. good. Yeah. What By the way, it? the Bail and Vortex got moved to Endless Spell. Yeah. It's and an Endless Spell. And you heard it here first. And it's changed. And they fixed it. But the, the slam can still hang out on top of it? No, they can't. Blah, blah. No, they cannot. Oh. So, okay, we might as well talk about the Bailwind Vortex. For those of you who play Age of Sigmar, you're like, yay, unless you play Croaknado, and then you're like, no, uh, but everyone else doesn't care because I was stupid. Uh, for those of you who play 40K, the Bailwind Vortex uh, was the most contentious thing in the game. James Thomas loved it. It was the one thing in the game that caused people just to get super pissed yeah. Uh, because it was ridiculous before. And in my opinion, they fixed it. So the way the Bailwind Vortex... For, oh, and by the way, too, you have mm -hmm. to pay points for the endless spells. Like, you don't... They're not free. Like, you have to pay for it. So mm -hmm. that limits the amount of them you're going to put realistically put on the table. It's a good solution, in my opinion. Uh, the Bailwind Vortex... Can't remember how many points it costs, but uh, when you summon it, it no longer, like, pushes model out, out of the way. That was ridiculous. Um, uh, casting value of six... You have to have uh, eight or less wounds to be on it, which makes you can't put all the monsters on it, which is silly. Yeah, there you go. Jace Squat. Each player may only have one type of in the play though. at one time. Both players could have a purple sun on the board, but you can never have three. It doesn't That's not say what that. it says. In order to attempt to cast an endless spell, you must have a model for the spell available. But it's not already on the battlefield. It, it gives you a specific example. example if you have two Bailwind, if you only have two Bailwind vortexes, and both you, are on the battlefield, you can't summon another one until that one of them is gone because you physically don't yeah. have a it's, third. It's worded really weird, but the way that it's worded, you can summon as many as you have models. Correct, and I think that's the intent. Yeah, because you do have to spend points on these. It's not like. You know, like if you want to spend all your points on like ten purple suns, have fun. I guess your yeah. opponent's just gonna like move it off the so, table. So Jay Shawit, where are you seeing that? I think you got the other rule wrong too, buddy. No offense. <laughs> no offense. Shots fired across the bow by Recio. Maybe it's a match play rule. Maybe that's where it's at. Yeah. Because then I could see that being a match play rule. It could be somewhere in match play. Vince and Tom talked about it last night. I don't know who that is. Oh, okay, on, on GW. Because that's definitely not what it says. It, but what, the literal yeah. reading of it says that as long as you have the physical model, you can cast them. You just only can't do it if you don't have the model. Yeah, it's saying the limitation is models. But you have to pay for each one, right? So um, Maybe they were talking about their intent. Yeah. Well, ma'am, Derek, this is not the book being confusing. This is us confusing what we've heard. Um or we're, it's, we're reading one thing and somebody else heard on somebody GW else say something They could have said something wrong. We could be reading it wrong. No. No. <laughs> no. It seems Come pretty on. damn clear to me. Um, but maybe there's a rule that we are missing, right? Like, th th this is new. So, you know, don't don't judge too harshly at this early stage of the game because we're still learning everything. Well, here, let's look at this. Pitch battles. On the following pages, blah, 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 blah. I don't Yeah, just you pay for each one. 
So that's the limitation in my mind is you're not going to buy 10 of these damn things. Because they cost points. They cost points. And they're, they're easy to get rid of. Too. Yeah. You can, you can attempt to dispel it for each turn yeah. or your opponent just moves it off the table. Or you yeah. might not even summon it. You or they move it into you. Yeah. So then the Bailwind Vortex, let's give you guys an example of how this works, guys and gals. So you summon it on a six. <clears throat> uh, wizards with a wound characteristic, characteristic of nine or more that are part of a unit or of two or more... Um, not go on top or of or that are yeah you so you can't put a unit on it you can't put a nine wound or more wizard on it yeah um the bailwind vortex model is set up within one inch of the caster and more than three inches from any enemy models if you can't do that you can't place it it used to like push guys away it's really silly is this lawn he's like 12 or 14 or something oh he has time. more wounds. Yeah. so as long as the bailwind vortex remains on the battlefield the caster and the Bailwind Vortex are treated as a single model. Yay, you can charge him now. Yeah. That is That's a big huge, fix. Huge fix. Yeah. Um, adds six inches to the range of their spells. So it adds six inches to the range. And one to the casting value. Uh, oh, it, to their save roll, sorry. It adds, yeah, you get plus one to your <laughs> save. Um, but the big one is you can cast an extra spell. Yeah. Or you can use your extra spell to automatically unbind another spell. That's huge. But what it used to do was, like, you could put it on objective. It was impossible to assault it. It was dumb. And then it doubled the range of your spells. So then you had, uh, like, a gaunt summoner jump on it and then hit you with a uh, spell that erased half your unit mm -hmm. yeah. from 36 inches. You can't do that anymore. It's much more reasonable now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it's still really, really good, but it's not ridiculous like it was, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Yep. I think this is great. Because I hated the Bailwind Vortex. This thing was so dumb. Like, you couldn't really do anything to stop yeah. it. If you had a melee army, you literally couldn't do anything to the guy on top. You're like, oh, cool. He's going to blast me every turn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so that, that's a good change. And a lot of these, uh, a lot of these endless spells, um, they, they function in a similar way. Like, you summon them. Mm -hmm. They do mortal wounds or they buff your army. Um, there's all kinds of cool stuff um, yeah. in there. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they impact the game because we haven't had a chance to use them yet. So. <clears throat> yep. Uh, Axis of Entry, yes. The the Vortex is good but not ridiculous. So, uh, Have they fixed War Chanter so the buff lasts until the next hero phase asks doing a cron? The uh, War Chanter is from the Iron School, the Iron... I don't know. The Orcs, if I remember correctly. Um, the War Scrolls really haven't changed except in the General's Handbook they update a couple. Mm -hmm. Um... So then they go through open play and narrative play, which doesn't really need a lot of explanation because it's basically do what you want to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. They have really cool scenarios in there. Um, they have some siege warfare rules, which look pretty badass. Yeah, a lot Super of stuff awesome. that like yeah. you're going to see um, like gaming clubs using. Yeah. Um, you and your friends can definitely do a lot of cool stuff. It, it has everything uh, stuff for everybody. Everybody yep. at every level of every amount of models they have. Um, it's just so much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's it's it's really fun stuff, but you like, you know, open play and narrative play by its very nature is very it's just do what you want to do, and that's great. Failwind mm -hmm. Vortex is forty points, uh, Jay yeah. Shawwood. I think it's very reasonably yeah. priced. So it went down in points, but it went down in went down in power. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, match play rules <laughs> basically the same thing. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you can have twenty percent of your uh, army as allied points, not twenty five percent. I got that wrong. Sorry. Um, it talks about getting triumphs and command points, which we already covered. Um, updated missions, mm -hmm. really cool. And then that's that's basically it. Oh, and then of course they introduced battle strategies, which is basically like maelstrom cards. 
Yeah. For 40K, you can do that in Age of Sigmar, which in Age of Sigmar, I actually think it'd be really, really fun. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and it's the same D66 chart and cool stuff like uh, control enemy objective A, control enemy objective B, slay the last model in an enemy unit and yeah. you get yeah. points for it. So yeah. it's very similar. It's, Pretty much copy thing. and paste of yeah. 40Ks. Which could fun. be a good way for Age of Sigmar to kind of make up for some fun. of the the weirdness of it. Yeah. You know, it, it, it just, just gives you more way. ways to win the game, like yeah. strategies to do to win the game. Um, if you're playing this game without using objectives, I think that's still going to be an issue. Like yeah. you need to have some, yeah. you need to have a reason not to just get in the middle of the board and start killing each other. Because that's what's going to happen. And that's how it was before the battle plans came out. Yep. Uh, does anybody have any questions? Uh, lost my Steer E. Uh, how are the Slaves to Darkness? Any changes? Uh, they got some points adjustments. I think they got points adjustments. Yeah. Um, well, everything uh, got points Some points of them did. Not everything. Not everything, no. Not everything. Are you sure? Yeah. Like, yeah. Old battalions, all yeah. battalions got points adjustments. They also, they also got their... last the mm. last year. Yeah. Then they got some special rules, um, which yeah. they gave to most of the factions. So. But they, most of these rules you already got in the General Assembly 2017. Yeah. So, like... And I don't remember like exactly what it said, so it's hard to say like if it changed or not. Yeah. But I mean, you have the Eye of the Gods table, you have command traits, artifacts, power. Mm -hmm. um, you have battle traits. Um, so I mean, you have a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. But I don't like I don't know how much it changed. I'm sorry. We mm -hmm. looked up Marauders. There's still six points. But the Allies rule yeah. still is is very helpful. Slaves for Darkness. But they already had that too, though. Mm -hmm. So like I, I don't know like specifically yeah. if anything big changed i'm sorry um if you have a question like if you want to ask us what points a unit cost mm -hmm. happy to answer that um uh william wallace says when i sing with the bailwind add an artifact within six inches to casting in your true and your casting spells at 30 inches yeah. um which is unbind range so pretty cool yeah it's not bad it's still really good and you're still going to see it all over the place it's just not ridiculously upsetting to play against as it was yeah um uh, that's a good question there from the corn the one. Um, there, it's not free summoning for fleshy do courts. Like it's theirs is different. Well, but... we 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 ourselves already went through the battle tome. Um, it's not as easy as it as it used to be because a lot of those summoning things that you're doing, or it's not even really summoning. You're bringing back models, and yeah. and, and and they do have a thing with you know you bring back you know a unit of um what are they the the ghouls, mm -hmm. uh, a couple of the special characters you can bring in um, periodically. But those are usually done through my command trait. So you're, you have to use command points to do it. Yeah. So if you have one command point yeah. per turn, which most people will have, you might have a couple of the first in the first turn. Yep. You know, you're going to be bringing back a unit of 10. Well, I think it was scary so because they're like, they're like, oh, summoning doesn't cost points. But they've changed the way it works, yeah. right? Like not every single unit can be summoned. Not every Correct. single person can summon a unit. It's very specific uh, what can be done. Yeah, certain armies, a summoned unit is just a unit that's in reserve. Right. Um, like, and then other armies is like you can regenerate models. Mm -hmm. So they change the way it works a lot. It's not the way it was before where every wizard could summon a brand new unit, yeah. which would be not great because seraphon so, still have yeah. the old wording where like there they haven't had an updated battle tome yeah. from when the their their units just came with that spell yeah but in the book they've uh addressed that yep yep, yep. so they've they've changed the way it works mm -hmm. yes you don't have to pay points for the certain quick, units the that summoning? you can summon yeah we'll go over it um okay. but it, it's it's very different it's very different than what it was so uh, don't worry about thousands of points on the table that people didn't pay for because it's not going to be that way uh, Doing a cron asked if the Iron Jaws battalions are still in the General's Handbook. I don't remember which ones were in the last one, so it's hard for me to say. Yeah. But I don't think any battalions got taken away. 
I don't like. I don't think any of them got taken away, but I, I don't know because yeah. um, I don't know which Iron Jaws had in 2017. Um, I know, like for Free Peoples, I didn't notice any get taken away. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think they did. Like if they're in your battle tome, I don't see why they would have taken them away. Like you'd still get them. Mm-hmm. They may have adjusted the points yep. on them, and again, I, I wouldn't be able to tell. But there's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. War score battalions for Iron Jaws in there, and I think that's all they had before. So, uh, but summoning uh, is a big one. So we were really worried about summoning. Yeah. We were like, "Oh, it's going to be infinite stuff. It's not the way it is." Um, the summoning is really restricted. Like some units, it's not like Alarial once per game just summons a unit. Boom! It could be a Tree Lord. Yeah. So yeah. you basically just assume she's going to put a Tree Lord on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a spell that the uh, Dryads or that. Um, there's a spell that uh, the Branch Wraith gets. Every turn, she can summon a unit of Dryads for free, mm-hmm. right? Ten Dryads. But there's a lot of restrictions. It's a, uh, it's a, a seven to cast. So it's basically a 50-50 chance whether you get it. has to be in a Wildwood, and there can mm-hmm. be no enemies within nine inches. So in the course of a game, you're probably going to get one or two units. Is that going to really screw things up? I don't know. Um, <clears throat> like with the... Uh, uh, Flesh Eater Courts, mm-hmm. you still replenish units for free, and then there's still certain units that you just bring on the table. But that's what they already were doing. Like, but most, but most of those take command points to do. If like it's they're, a command they're, ability, most of them are command abilities. Some of there them might aren't. be a couple, but yeah. I would say the majority of those things are command abilities. Yeah. Because like Flesh Eater Courts, some of the units, that's just their ability. It's like bring on a unit. Mm-hmm. And you still can do it. You can already do it. You can do it now. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to be a problem. Um, the way that they changed it, they changed it for like Blades of Corn. Disciples of Zinch, for every time a spell is cast successfully on just period on the table for you or your opponent, mm-hmm. you get a point. Of, it's called like a fate point or something like that. And then once you hit 10, you can start summoning units. Yep. So I don't know. Depends on who you're playing. You could start summoning units right away. Maybe not. Maybe with Zinch, that's a little too much because they're already the strongest army in the game. Time will tell. I don't know if they're the strongest, but they've won the most events by quite a bit. Yeah. Well, we'll Sigmar, see now. The Stormcast won a lot of events too. Yeah, they're probably but. the second. <laughs> you know, it's subjective. Yeah. Like it depends on. They're both very good. Yeah. Um, the Blades of Corn, the way they summon is changed. You get blood tithe points for killing stuff. For anything that dies, you get points, and you can start summoning things on. Um, for. Uh, Seraphon, that's a, a big one. Mm-hmm. So basically, uh, with, with Engine of the Gods, for example, if you roll the number that brings a unit on, they give you a list of uh, units it can bring on, like 20 Skinks, or 10 Saurus Warriors, uh, 3 Ripperdactyls, 3 Pterodons. Um, and a lot of times they can't move the turn they're summoned, so it's, it's really restrictive. Yeah. It, which I think is good, because it's not, you're not going to just like overwhelm your opponent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they, they got rid of all the summon spells. They're all they're all um, been yep. removed. Yep. So it's like there's only as far as I can tell for Seraphon, the only way to bring another unit on is with the engine of the gods. Mm-hmm. Uh, same with like Skaven, the Screaming Bell. They got rid of all the summon spells, and it's like the the Screaming Bell. If you roll the number that brings the unit on, you get a free unit. Yeah. So it's it's really restricted. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like you're gonna just be like crapping out units left, right, and center. No, most armies you or 
any of the armies that are summoning, you'll get like one or two units. Yeah. Like it's not going to be that crazy. Like certain, like the Sylvaneth looked like they did it the most, but it was still really restricted. Yeah. Um, and then again, jump in and let us know if we're missing anything. Mm -hmm. uh, offer of games. Uh, how does regular undead summoning work? Um, like legions and the gash. Their summoning is like reserve summoning, actually. So theirs is in their book. Yeah. yeah, it's in their book, and they just summon a unit that was in reserve. They don't summon a new unit. Yeah. yeah, you have to keep units in reserve, and then um, so you're still you're still they're still part of your army. Yeah. And but what you can do is you set up your grave sites, yep. and then you can bring them in within a certain range of the grave sites, but you still have to stay away from the Enemies. opponent. Yep. Um, and they, of course they have a couple. Um, this what they did is they changed it to there's no more like summon skeletons, summon no. ghouls or whatever. They now have the keyword summonable, mm -hmm. and there's only a few units that have that in the game uh, in the undead. So, um, and there are a couple of people who have command abilities that say, you know, you can do this, any summonable unit you can mm -hmm. bring back. But again, it's a command tree, so you're using command points, yeah. and it's only a very small amount. Yep. Yeah, it's it's really toned down. Yeah. Um, the, like the big one, the big one, oh, Axe thank you, glad you enjoyed the stream, take care. Good one, buddy. Mm -hmm. The big one is like a Lariel being able to summon a tree lord for free, but it's like, I think they just included it in her points. Mm -hmm. Nobody was really taking her anyway, so maybe now people will. Yeah. yeah. Um, Newton, fruit, and maximum order. Reese did all the artillery get the same treatment. The new Stormcast one did where they can't have crews sniped. No, not to my knowledge. Um, I always thought yeah. the crew couldn't be targeted. No, they totally can. It sucks. It's how people kill my rockets all the where time. Where does it say that they oh, can't? Get out of here. <laughs> well, they're a separate unit. But that's only for yours, though. No, it's all. Uh, all artillery. Unless the new ones are written differently. Yeah, it sounds like they are. And hopefully they do that to all of them because it is kind of uh, silly. Right. No, I don't think they should, actually. <laughs> Um, I don't. I think that's uh, something you'll see changed on the on the uh, war scroll. Right. Um, I, I I didn't see anything in there. Yeah. About that. I didn't see a rule for artillery, but there might be one. Yeah, and I, it is annoying. I agree. Um, except when you take four Hellstrom rocket batteries like me, and then it's one of the only ways you can actually stop them. Yeah. Which my army is ridiculous. Now we might as well talk about that. Mm -hmm. So uh, my army with the ordinator at two thousand points, I can exactly fit. Uh, four rockets, the ordinator, the celestial hurricanum. So I have four hellstrom rockets that hit on twos, mm -hmm. which is insane. Yep. And I can shoot one of them twice per turn. So it's fifteen d6 damage rockets that hit on twos. That is insane. Not bad. Like I would only play that in a tournament. It's not fun. You blow people off the yeah. table. Um. I don't know why more people don't play free people. It's just, it's bananas. Thing is, it's not even free people. That's Iron World Arsenal. You could take that and put it in any order faction army. Yeah. Like that combo, you could just package it up, put it in any army. It doesn't have to be free people. It's, it's in my opinion, it's way, way, way too much. Uh, Eagles fan, how do you think people, or do you think people will use endless spells if they're adamantly refusing to do the turn roll off? Well, you have to do the turn roll off each turn. Uh, I mean, people are saying they're not going to. If you don't do it, then you can't do the endless spells. Yeah. I mean, if you guys play house rules and you yeah. don't do random initiative, you just figure it out. Yeah. I just yeah. dice. You can just dice it yeah. off. Like who? Yeah. Would, yeah. Or you just say the person that goes second moves it first. You don't even have to change anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like before the before each battle round, you would just go. Oh, I'm going second every time I get to move it first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, if if your group doesn't use random initiative. Yeah. Then just have the player going second do it. But honestly, I don't think the endless spells are going to be that prevalent. Like I don't know. There's, there's so many failure points to it. So 
We'll see. Oh. It can be dispelled. Yeah. Again, we haven't even started playing this yet. Like yeah. we just got the box in. Yeah. So. Our, our opinion's limited on it. Well, like, I, I guarantee we'll be playing this a lot. So we'll we should yeah. in a couple of weeks we should have a better idea. But I don't think artillery changed unless I'm missing something. Yeah, I don't think they talk about it in there. Yeah. I mean, but. I wouldn't mind it, but Frankie would. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, that way, yeah. I mean, if your group doesn't use random initiative, then I guess you guys just figure it out. Yeah. yeah. Um, it also completely nukes cavalry. No pull out of combat to hope for the double turn. Oh, um, he's just—he's still talking oh. about um, his home group. Got uh, it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, I mean, the game is built around the idea that you are using the, the double turn mechanic. Mm -hmm. yeah. The thing is, I've played games where ne neither player ever gets the double turn. Yeah, it happens know. sometimes. Um, so cool. why guess. don't we talk about what armies we're looking at playing, uh, and then we can just answer some questions and wrap it up. Mm -hmm. um, I've had my eye on... Um, uh, Warherds, the uh, Beastmen mm -hmm. with Minotaurs and uh, uh, Clan Pestilence and Seraphon. Those are three armies I've really liked, like, wanted to make. Mm -hmm. uh, I think they'd be really, really effective. Obviously, my free people are basically done, so um, I'll continue to play those. What about you guys? Um, I think I'm going to try to finish out my Dwarden. Uh, they've been sitting on the shelf for a while. Now the rules are changing. Lost some units, so try mm -hmm. to rework that into a list that works. So. I think that'll be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. I'm still working on my death army. Yeah. So your death yeah. rattle, all skeletons. I mean, I'm happy that this came out because I mean, yeah. I, to be frank, you know, I kind of lost steam with age of Sigmar, you know, with age, with the new eighth edition that came out with 40 K. Um, yeah. it's just, it was tough to keep up with bolts. So this is kind of like reinvigorating my interest in the game. And I think it's going to happen the same for a lot of people. A lot of people who like started building armies stop because eighth edition came out. Now eighth edition has been going for a while. So people are, Maybe not losing steam, but now they're maybe more open to trying Age of Sigmar again. So this is perfect timing, especially for me, because my army was like half built. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Eagles fan uh, Dwarden have the Rune Lord, which is great at dispelling. Yeah, he's you want to mm -hmm. take him anyway. He's so good. You should always bring some sort of uh, spell summoner or yeah. some, some sort of um, wizard in your list if you can. If you're going to a competitive, it helps. Event. Yeah, you should Definitely. try to do that. Yep. Free people models are not that. I mean, whether you think they're ugly or not is really I don't, to you. I've I never seen that. Them. I love I Empire models. You know what's funny is Reese was super against the models. He was. For the longest time. And then he started looking at them. Or we got in a secondhand army. And then he's like, you know what? They don't I want to so make bad. this army. These guys are kind of cool. Yeah. Reese was more like, these guys hit on twos and wound on twos and reroll ones. <laughs> he's like, both. wow, these guys sound really good. Well, I started liking them. And then I really liked the Demigriff Knights. And then what part of it is I started reading a, a manga called Wolfsmund. And it's about that like time period like yeah. where the where like the people well not is it, it leads up to that but uh they have the swiss guard who are the basically the basis for a lot of the free peoples yeah it's that uh german renaissance kind of period of time and they're badass and like reading about like their history and how cool they were mm -hmm. and it's like yeah they wore goofy clothes but they were absolute badass like warriors I was yeah. like, they're way cooler yeah and then of course total war warhammer and stuff and you're like ah these guys are actually pretty cool yeah like the giant mustaches. Mm -hmm. Gotta like that. Um, any cool. other questions, guys, uh, before we wrap it up here? Anything you're dying to know that we didn't cover? Thought we did a pretty good job. Yeah, so Dang. these go up for pre-order um, on Saturday, the 16th. Yep. So be on the lookout for that. And what else? They will ship on the 30th. Yeah, okay. it's a two-week pre-order. It's a two-week pre-order. Yep. But uh, if you do want to get your orders in quickly, we have no idea how much this is going to sell. Mm -hmm. yep. um, I wish Bretonian got placed in the free people. Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah. They may not have teeth or shoes, but they've got a sharp stick. Now it's go true. fight a demon. That nice. is why I like them. It's very yep. true. They're like, brave. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, governor, 
what are we doing? Uh, here's a sharp stick. Yeah. Here's a hat with a feather. Mm-hmm. Go get See him, that go giant monster? Poke him with that stick. <laughs> He's like, I'm oh, on it. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's, it's called Wolfsmund. I think that's the, the name. Yeah. It's uh, about the Swiss cantons during the... Um, the uh, Renaissance. Prussian Empire. Mm. Not the Prussian. What was the... <sighs> When it was uh, Austria and Germany together, it was the, the Holy Roman Empire. Holy Roman Empire, mm-hmm. and it was about the Swiss, the 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 Swiss rebellion and how it led up to the Swiss Guard, and it's freaking awesome. It's so good, yeah. really, really, really good. Uh, it talks about like medieval warfare and stuff. I, I love it. It's yeah. great. Cool. Do I listen to Sabaton when you read it? Um, <laughs> you I, should. I could. You should. I could. All right, everybody, it sounds like it's winding down. Thank you so yep. much for joining us. Yep. Uh, of course, then we get a bunch of questions. Uh, so as a new player, is it a requirement to buy that book or set? Really, all you need is the general handbook. Yeah. Yeah. Which will um, most likely be sold separately. It will be. Mm-hmm. Boom. Uh, general handbook. Um, don't know if you would know, but yet no. still... Or LVO be using different realms. We don't know, we don't know no, yet. We're not sure. Yeah. yeah. That's, it's not even up for pre-order yet. Yeah. yeah. It's Scott's call, ultimately. Yeah. Yep. Um, here's a question will you guys be twitch streaming any competitive 2.0 games going forward mm-hmm. we will try we've been mega 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 busy um, we will see if that is a possibility because I know people would want to see that yeah so. cool alright everybody thank you yes. so much for joining us we hope you enjoyed this special edition of a, the ninth realm boop 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 that was a little uh We'll walk about the realms. For, you don't you know, have to make the noise. She'll just put it in. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Uh, thank you for joining us. And remember, if you want to order this, you can get it from Frontline Gaming at a discount on Saturday the 16th around 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Yep. And uh, it's uh, free shipping orders, $99 and up, which the box set is MSRP 160 Just does it. It's at a discount, yep. of course, from us. Get free shipping. Hopefully, you choose to buy from us. If not, uh, enjoy Age of Sigmar, and we will see you next time. Bye.